0: Hey, how are you doing? Welcome to the J.Mocopper Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, for subscribing. If you're listening to this on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, I'm so grateful that you made the time uh, to listen to this today. I believe this message is going to bless your life. So prepare your heart, prepare your mind, and let's hear God's word. And the title of the message is called Stay Original. Amen? Can somebody say Stay original. Can you look to the person next to you and say, stay original? Stay original. You know, sometimes when, when someone says, stay original, sometimes you, you can think that someone is saying, you know, keep your style. Amen? Keep your style. Just, just stay original. All right? Don't, they, they say, don't, um, uh, don't be a copy a, or a good copy of a masterpiece. Amen? Amen? So one more time, tell somebody, Stay original stay original. You know, there's nothing like the original. Amen? amen? There is nothing like the original. And you know, when we look in the world, there are sometimes even art pieces that are more expensive because they are an original. Can someone say amen today? Amen. Again, can somebody say stay original? stay original? You see, church, I have a, a sad story. I'm, I'm, I'm also going to ask Um, If we can just uh, make sure that we are all on the same page with us. So let's make sure we we have our apps open here today. So I have a sad story of something that happened in my life. Amen. Amen. Um, How many of you are dog people? I'm a dog person. I, I like dogs. Okay. Amen. Amen. Dogs. The cat people. The cat people. We will pray for you after the service. All of you. Please meet me after the service. We need to pray for you. Okay. So, so I, I had a dog, and, and uh, it was a small dog. It was a Jack Russell, and the, the dog's name was Jasmine, amen? It was a girl dog, it was a, so it was Jasmine. And, and, and we didn't call the dog Jasmine, we called the dog Jazz. Can somebody say Jazz? Now, now, jazz had a great personality. Now, at our house was the house where people would be baptized. So the whole church knew jazz. Every time I'd be in church, they would ask me, how's jazz doing? How's jazz? They even would give the dog a a, a nickname, Majezana. How's how's jazz doing? And I'd be so happy. I'd want to bring jazz to church. But my parents would say, you can't bring the dog to church. And I I would say, why can't you bring the dog? Because if you turn dog the other way around, it is God. Hallelujah. This is an anointing." animal, bring the, the dog to church, and, and, and my parents like, no, you can't do that, and I was so, I loved the dog so much, and it's when I was still in school, after high school, I would wait, I would be excited to come home, because there was this small gate, and I would always see Jazz there, with the, ta- with the tail wagging, waiting for me, so we can play, amen, amen. Now, I remember there was a time when I came home, I came with my, my mother home, Pastor Tulu, I came home, And I remember I was looking for jazz and I couldn't find jazz. Couldn't find jazz. I was like, okay, where's jazz? Anyway, we had to buy some things at the grocery store. So, okay, we went to the grocery store and we got a couple of things. And then I remember while we were paying for the items, uh, my mother looked at me and said, I have to tell you something. And I was like, okay, what what do you have to tell me what's going on? And she said, "Um, jazz is no longer there. I said, what do you mean Jazz is no longer there? He says, Jazz got hit with the car. So immediately I I became angry because I thought that one of my parents had hit the dog with the car. So I'm like, then who was it? Who was it? He says, no, it was somebody on the street. The dog got out of the gate, ran, and someone was coming out of the corner and hit the dog. And I remember after that, I couldn't hear anything. I couldn't hear anything that she said. I remember we just got into the car. I remember going into my room and just lying down on the bed and falling asleep. I remember after that I came and it was like evening when I woke up. I came and we were going to eat and I, I just sat down and I was quiet. Because I felt like when, you, when you're really close to a dog, it's like it's your friend. Yeah. And I felt like a friend of mine. I don't have my friend anymore. And I remember my parents came to me and said, you know what? You know, you know we're so sorry about what happened. It was, it was an accident. It was something. The dog went out and... And we're so sorry about it. You know what we're going to do? We're going we're gonna to get you a dog. We're going to get you one. We're going to get another Jack Russell. And we're going to make sure it's the same color. And it's just going to be just like jazz. But can I tell you, it was not jazz. You could have tried to bring one that is like jazz. One that looks like jazz. The one that is similar to jazz. But if it was not jazz, it was not going to deal with the pain that was in my heart. You see, church, the thing that is happening in the world right now is there are many people who are not preaching an original Jesus. We find many people are preaching a form of Jesus that does not minister to people's lives. There are so many people who are holding on to and speaking of and even living a Christianity that is not the original Christianity. So when people are looking in this world for peace, when they are looking for answers, and Christians at times will bring a Jesus that is not the original, it will not minister to people. Can someone say stay original? Stay original. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 19 to 22, it says, For creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be set free from the bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. The Bible says that all creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. All of creation, we, we see even today there are questions about identity. There are questions about what peace is, what love is. There is a deep search for, for something that people are trying to hold on to. But if the church and as believers are not presenting the church with the original God, with the original message, with the original gospel that God has called us to live by, it will not make a difference. Am I making sense to anyone today? When I say stay original, I'm saying when we follow Jesus, we call ourselves Christians because we want to be like Christ. But you have to make sure that you are like the true Christ not the Christ you like. Yeah. Amen. Are you hearing me, church? Yeah. It's not, we, we are not here to live by an American version of Jesus. But we are also not here to live by an African version of Jesus. Yeah. It's important we look to Scripture And allow God to reveal who the original Jesus is. Because one that looks or sounds like or has the same name will not make a difference. Can someone say amen today? The book of Genesis chapter 3 verse 1 to 6. We know the story. It says, now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord had made. That the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate. Can someone say amen today? Now what we see in the book of Genesis, there's a story of creation. One thing about creation is God is the only creator. Amen? Amen. He is the only uh, artistic creator. Now the devil cannot create. Amen? Amen. But he he is a con-artist. He is still an artist. He, he, he tries to do what God does, but he does it in a corrupt way. What is a con artist? A con artist is a person who cheats or tricks others by persuading them to believe something that is not true. Now, one thing that the enemy will try to do to you is he will... You see, the best lies, they say, the best type of lie has a little bit of truth in it. The best type of lie. We see this even when Jesus was being tested in the in the wilderness the enemy would use bible verses to try and deceive so the enemy will use things that sound true to deceive god's people now let's look in the book of second corinthians chapter 11 verse 3 to 4 it says but i am afraid this is paul writing to the church he says but i am afraid that as the serpent deceived eve by his cunning." that your thoughts will be led astray from a sincere and pure devotion to Christ. For if someone comes and proclaims another Jesus, then the one that we proclaimed, or if you receive a different spirit from the one you received, or if you accept a different gospel from the one you accepted, you put up with it readily enough. Or in another version, which might be easier to understand in the NLT. It says, But I fear that somehow your pure undivided devotion to Christ will be corrupted just as Eve was deceived by the cunning ways of the serpent. You happily put up with whatever anyone tells you, even if they preach a different Jesus than the one we preach, or a different kind of spirit than the one you received, or a different kind of gospel than the one that you have believed. Can someone say amen? Amen. So the Bible says that, That the people of God are easily accepting another Jesus. And he says, and and he's saying that I am worried that you're gonna be deceived because you are accepting things that are not the original. Are you hearing me, church? You are accepting whatever anyone says about God. Hey, hey, God God this, God that. Hey, Jesus this. Hey, 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 no, the, the Spirit this. Hey, 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 the, this, this, this. And we just take it in. And we are happy to allow people to say whatever they want about Jesus. And Paul says, when you are readily listening to something that does not re- represent what the Bible says about who Christ is, then you're putting yourself in a place to be deceived. Amen, church. Amen. But you know, sometimes we say, oh, anyone who is preaching the gospel, anyone who is preaching, someone who may preach, oh, I'm not a preacher. So, so I, I should watch out for people who could, dece- who could deceive me. Maybe you may be thinking that. that you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't preach, you don't preach. So I must watch out for those who like to talk. And they might deceive me. But I want to tell you a thing that the Bible says that we, our lives, are like testimonies. The way you live is a message. The way you live, the way you speak is a proclamation of who Jesus is. The decisions you make, the way you behave with people, you are proclaiming something. Now if you say that Jesus has saved you, the name of Jesus is over you and you are living a way that is opposite of the original, then you are the one who is proclaiming a false Jesus. Amen. The Bible doesn't say preachers. It says anyone who speaks of another Jesus. That's not the original. Can someone say stay original? Stay original. Let's look at what the Bible Let's look at what the Bible says about the true Jesus. Amen? Let's look at what the Bible says about the true Jesus. It says this. In John chapter 14 verse 6. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. This is the Jesus of the Bible. You see, another Jesus would say something, would say that he is our way. He is our way that you can get to God. But there are ways we can get to God. When Jesus says he is the way, he is saying there is no other. You see, when you you begin to believe another Jesus, you would think that there are ways we get to God. But what he says is he is the way to God. Can someone say amen today? Amen. The next thing it says is he is the truth. You see, if you are not holding on to the true Jesus, you would say that they are truths. Jesus doesn't say they are truths. He says, there is, I am the truth. Now, if he said he is the truth, it means everything outside of him is a lie. But you must ask yourself, if you are uncomfortable with that, if you are uncomfortable with Jesus saying he is the, there's nothing outside of him, then you've been holding on to something that's false. The next thing Jesus says here, he says that he is the life. How many of you have ever said, I have a life? (laughs) I have a life. I have a life. Jesus says he is the life. What that means is outside of him, there is no life. Outside of Jesus, outside of Christ, there is no life. You know, there, I remember there was this celebrity who had a show called Living the Life with X. Don't say it. There was a show called Living the Life, Living the Life, Living the Life. You see, if, if Christ, if, if the word of God is centered in your heart and you hear that, you would say that title is a lie. There is no life outside of Christ. If you say, I'm out here, we are living life, it's December, most, But that is void of Jesus. Then you are lying. If we are standing by the words of Jesus. You see, another Jesus would walk with you and say, yes, live your life. But Jesus would say, there's nothing outside of me. Have you been holding on to another Jesus, church? Have you been living according to another Jesus? You see, one thing about living to the original Jesus is, for example, as the pastor of the church, my name is Pastor Jay, amen? Amen. Now, if somebody else comes into this place and they call themselves Pastor Jay, but they are not Pastor Jay, and you go by what that person says. And you, and you try to say, Pastor, what can I do? And the person tells you, do this, do this, do that. When you walk into this room, you will have zero authority to do anything because that is not the pastor. When you are holding on to another Jesus and you are wanting to do things according to that Jesus, there will be no authority over your life. Because that Jesus has allowed so many things that you can do. That that, that Jesus is so fine with you just doing whatever. So you find you're doing whatever. But when you speak the name of Jesus, there's no power. Why? It's another one. That's why many believers when we when you speak the name of what's going on your life has not been submitted to this one who says that he is the way he is the the truth and he is the life the book of john chapter 2 verse 15 to 17 it says jesus walks into a synagogue he walks into a church and people have turned it into a marketplace and it says, making a whip of cords, he drove them out of the temple with the sheep and the oxen. So they came into this building and they were, it was basically a market. And Jesus gets upset, he goes out, he makes basically a shambok. Can someone say shambok? shambok. And then it says, he, he came in, made a cord, drove out the people out of the temple, the sheep, the oxen. He poured out the coins of money from the money changers and overturned their tables. He told those who, had, who sold pigeons, Take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of trade. His disciples remembered that it was written, zeal for your house will consume me. Zeal for your house. The gospels show us that there are two spaces where Jesus would operate. He had his own personal time with God. He would go in secluded places, onto mountains, and he would pray. But the Gospels also say, literally, every day he was in the synagogue. You see, another Jesus will be the Jesus you hear about that they say, no, God is with us wherever we go. I can just stay at home, and Jesus is with me. But the Bible says, Jesus says, zeal for your house will consume me. It's not just the presence of God, but the literal house. He got upset because things are not going well in the house of God. So he had to do something to fix it. You see, another Jesus is fine when things are not going well in church. It's not my business. Another Jesus. than the one that we proclaim. It's not this Jesus because we, you call yourself a Christian, then it means it must be this Christ. Amen. The book of Colossians chapter 1, verse 16 to 19, it says, For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth. Do you hear that? Amen. By Jesus, all things were created by Jesus. Everything we know that is created is through Jesus. The Bible then says both the invisible and the visible things were created by Jesus or through Jesus. It says whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through Him and what? For him. Through Him and? For him. So it means... You were you created, right? It means you were created for what? Do you live like that? Is your time treated like that? It says you were created for him. Another Jesus will say that I'm here for you. And we love that Jesus. Oh, he's here for me whenever he's here. Okay, I'm not going to sing. I'm not going to. <laughs> you want the Jesus that comes and serves us. Forgetting you were created for him. Everything created was made for him. Are you, are you living by another Jesus, church? Verse 17, and he has gone before all things, before all things. Are you hearing me, church? Before all things. Another Jesus would allow you to put things before him. And in him, all things hold together. In Jesus, all things. Have you ever felt like things are falling apart? The Bible says, by the original Jesus, all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from the dead. And in everything, so that in everything he may be preeminent. For in him, all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. In a Jesus, all the fullness of God is pleased to dwell. In a Jesus, all the fullness of God, it dwells in Jesus. Jesus. But again I must ask you have you been following another Jesus Paul then says a different spirit the book of John chapter 14 verse 26 it says but the helper the holy spirit whom the father will send in my name will teach you all things and bring you and bring to your remembrance all the things i have said to you the bible says that the holy spirit will bring to remembrance the things that Jesus said amen, amen. it's not a, a type of spirit that you carry that reminds you of what man has said but the Holy Spirit reminds you what does Jesus say amen. you see when you are offended when somebody hurts you the Holy Spirit must remind you what does Jesus say yeah. another spirit reminds you what do people say people say if it was me The book of Numbers, chapter 14, verse 24. It says, But my servant Caleb, because he had a different spirit and has followed me fully, I'll bring into, the, I'll bring into the land, him into the land which he was sent, and his descendants shall possess it. The Bible says Caleb had a different spirit. This was a time when they were um, they were about to go into a new territory, and they felt like, oh, they're unable to... Overcome the enemy, but Caleb saw the enemy and believed that we can overcome. Now, a different spirit another word for holy is set apart or different. So it means Caleb was carrying the spirit of God in him because he saw what other people can't see. You see, when other people, you see, another spirit will be a different, different spirit. Amen. What do I mean by that? A different spirit is the Holy Spirit, but a different spirit to the Holy Spirit is a spirit that is like the world. If it's not the Holy Spirit, it is the spirit of the world. That's why it's called the Holy Spirit. Amen? Do you find yourself carrying the the Holy Spirit or are you carrying a a different spirit? How many times, Church, I want to ask you a question. How many times have you, has the Holy Spirit told you to, to go and apologize? How many times has the Holy Spirit say you, you spoke wrong? You see, we have to make sure that we are not... Moving, because sometimes we say, "Oh, the Spirit of God is with us," but you move just like the world. It's just that here and there you use Bible verses. (laughs) Amen, church. Just that here and there, okay, I'll use the Bible to inspire me, inspire my worldly ways. Second Timothy chapter one verse seven says, "For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of." Love Of power, love and self-control. As I'm coming to a close. God has not given you the spirit of fear. But of power, of love and of self-control. Of power, of love and self-control. Power, love and self-control. Does that characterize you? Amen, church. What's the first thing? One more time. What's the first thing? Power. 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 That's the spirit of God. The Bible says that it's not a different spirit. This is the Holy Spirit that says there will be power in your life. You see, can I tell you something about power? Power can sometimes be high. Sometimes it can be low. But it's always there. Amen. You see, the life of a Christian is not that you're always living in victory. Yeah. Yes. But you never. But a believer does not quit. Amen. Amen. The world will tell you, "Okay, give up. Give up." The Bible says about Abraham that it was. Uh, credited to him as a righteousness because he had faith. He had faith in the face of impossibility. He had faith in God. Another spirit says, just quit. Give up. Give up. Have you been receiving or holding on to a a different spirit or are you walking in power, love and self-control? Do you love? Do you walk in love? Do you walk in love? Church, do you walk in love? You know, I honestly believe that there are some believers, Christians, who you're not walking in all the, the blessing you could walk in. Reason being, your love, is very exclusive. It's very for some people. But church, I want to ask you, when, when there's somebody who you feel like you don't need them anymore, what, what is your behavior to them? When you feel like, okay, I'm fine. I'm fine without this person. Is there still a sense of there's love? There's love. There's still love. Church, one of the places we we get to, to show the love of God is in the church. We're all in this place from different backgrounds. We're all in this place with different pains. With different ways of seeing things. And God brings all of his children together and he says, love each other. Though sometimes they misunderstand you love. Love them. The Bible also says self-control. That you're not controlled by your emotions, by feelings. You're not even controlled just by your body. You are controlled. You have self-control. And lastly, a different gospel. We're going to go over time slightly in the service today. A different gospel. The book of Romans chapter 1 verse 16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. The Bible says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. The gospel is the power. The gospel is the power. The Bible doesn't say there is power in the gospel. It says the gospel is the power how people are changed. You see, when you're living by another gospel, you try to say other things for people to get to God. You try to say inspirational quotes. Hey, uh, you know, God will be there. He loves you. Run into his loving arms. The Bible says it's the gospel that God has chosen to be the power. But are you walking by a different gospel that has no power? Am I making sense today? I'm going to read these last two verses, then I'm going to close. Last three verses. Mark chapter 1, verse 14 to 15. It says, Now after John was arrested, Jesus came into Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God and saying, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. You see, the gospel is not just about believing. The gospel is about repenting. Amen? Amen. Repenting, changing your ways. And primarily changing your mind. Because if you can change your mind and how you see things, you will change your actions. Amen? Amen. Some people have a gospel that they continue doing what they want. Now, church, repentance is a journey. Sometimes you fall, but your, your, your fight is against going in a direction. Repentance is I'm fighting going in a direction. I'm fighting this thing. But some people have a gospel that I'm just going to go there. It's fine. It's not the gospel. It's another gospel. Matthew 16 verse 24 to 25 says, Then Jesus told his disciples, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. You see, people don't want to preach the gospel. But Jesus says, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself. Let him deny himself. Let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Let him deny himself, take up the cross. Church, are you hearing me? The gospel is deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him. Take up your cross and follow him. You see, all of us may be carrying a cross that may look different. In different ways, different situations, different issues that we are carrying. But God does not say, oh no, because you have a cross, just wait. He says, take it up and follow Him. Carry it and follow Him. Amen. Book of Ephesians, last verse I'm reading. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 4 to 6. It says there is one body and one spirit just as you were called to one hope that belongs to your call. There is one Lord. There is one faith. There is one baptism. There is one God and Father of all who is over all and through all and in all. Amen. There is one. There is one original. Amen, church? There is one original. There is one original. There is only one original. God wants you to live a life that is meaningful. Do you hear me? God does not just want your life to be something that just passes and does nothing. For the moment you are alive, he's giving you an opportunity that your life will mean something. The only key is, it has to be the original and not another Jesus. It has to be the spirit of God, not a spirit of this world it has to be the original gospel the gospel of god and not a popular gospel that people may enjoy to hear are you hearing me church you see church if if you recognize in the sermon that there have been places where maybe you've been holding on to another jesus It's not the Jesus of the Bible. Maybe it's a Jesus you've created. I want us to say a prayer today to say, God help me to stay original. Help me to stay original and be with who Jesus is. Maybe in this place you know that, maybe you believe in Jesus, but the spirit you carry, it's like of the world. You respond how the world responds. You respond just like the world. Say, You need the Holy Spirit. Maybe some people you've been holding on to a gospel that does not challenge you. You know, I once heard someone say, which was a little, I understand it, I understand it. But when I read scripture, it's a bit uncomfortable. I heard one uh, church leader say that we want the people in church's experience of church to be as comfortable as possible. As comfortable as possible. We want want people to be as comfortable as possible. But when I look at Jesus' words, he says they must deny themselves. They must take up a cross. They must follow him. They must lose their life for him that they may gain it. See how easily it is to hold on to a false gospel. It's not meant to be easy, church. but it's meant to be full of joy. It's not meant to be easy. It's not meant to be easy. Our faith is not easy. Can I say that to you? It's not easy. But if you are holding to the original, I promise you, your heart will be full of joy. I guarantee... The reason why a Christian does not have joy is because you're not holding on to what Scripture has ordained and said your life must be. This is why there is no joy in in sacrificing for Him. But if we live to the true Jesus, if we are led by the Holy Spirit, and if we hold on to the true gospel, we will receive eternal life. Amen, church. Amen, Amen church. Amen. You know, I, 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 just as I'm speaking to you, I really... Um, I feel like I'm really connecting to the words of Paul, where, where he just says he's, how, how worried he, he is that you have a, your sincere love for God. You can find yourself deceived because you're not holding on to the true thing. And, church, my heart for all of you is that you hold to the true thing. Don't don't go for the one that, that seems nice or that's popular. Go for the unpopular gospel. Go for the offensive gospel that doesn't make you feel nice all the time. Hold on to the Jesus that confronts you and says stop doing what you're doing. Because that's the same Jesus that will hold you up when you feel like giving up. That's the same gospel that when you would read it and you live by it, there would be no other thing you'd want to do. There'd be no other thing you'd want to spend your life doing but honoring God. Can we stand on our feet? I want us to pray I want you to pray for yourself and for the church to say God I ask you help me to not be deceived There's there's a convenient Jesus out there there's a spirit of the world that allows you to do whatever you want. There's a gospel that just it's not powerful. But I want us to say, God, we want the original. And give me grace to seek after the original. Amen. Can we lift up our hands and let us pray? Thank you so much for listening to the Copper podcast. Um, you know, I get reports, uh, you know, so many... Uh, inboxes dms about just what god is doing through this podcast so i just want to say thank you for listening if you know someone who needs to hear this message please pass it on to them send them the links Uh, but also if you have time could you please rate the podcast on apple podcast write a review uh, and on uh, spotify it really helps the podcast you know reach higher heights reach more people and you know help the ministry do what it needs to do so If you could do that, I'd appreciate it. I hope you have a great week. God bless you. Take care.